Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Preview. I am Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And joining me as always, the triumphant trio made up of Dave Schofield, Brian Anthony Davis. Dave, what's up? How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. Um... Once again, I guess we're going to miss episode two of the Terry Bradshaw show. I don't, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch it anyway since I brought it up last week. Hey, I'm doing good. Let's, hey, 2 and 0, baby. That's, That's all that right. That's right. Brian Anthony Davis, welcome to the show. How's it going? I, I got to go. I didn't know Bradshaw was on and uh, Bradshaw and the beauties. So I, I've got to go. Um, no, Dave, I, I've got a problem with Dave. Oh, the Steelers boy. are 2 and 0. We're starting this already? Yeah. The Steelers okay. are 2 and 0. And he starts <laughs> off with, he starts off with, hey, that's not, that's not the greeting when the Steelers are two and zero. Hopefully three and zero. So let's try that again, Dave. How you doing? Hey, no. no. I'm sorry. It's I'm he's, exhausted. He's, there he's is a lit. certain person on on staff at behind the steel curtain that decided they were going to make <laughs> not follow directions and make my life so difficult. Because they couldn't follow simple directions in picking our staff games every week and therefore threw off all our numbers. I am not going to say who it was, but his name rhymes with Diane Ranthony Mavis. (laughs) Did I apologize vociferously? You did. And I figured it out. I figured out I figured out a workaround. And did eventually Did my wife side with you? And oh, absolutely. I, don't follow directions. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was in trouble, Jeff, when I get the phone calls like, 
were you the kid in school that didn't follow directions? I'm like, I don't follow directions now. He's like, well, didn't you read the email? I'm like, I didn't even read the email, Dave. I just did what I thought I would do. I don't follow directions. All right, you two. Let's get this show on the road. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 2-0. That's right. The last time we were here talking, we were previewing the Week 2 game against the Denver Broncos, in which case they were victorious. It wasn't pretty but they were victorious nonetheless. And so now we turn the page and we turn our attention to the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, JJ Watt coming to town. I'm sorry, coming to tan uh, this Sunday, 1 PM kickoff Heinz field, no fans boring. And I want to ask you guys real quick. Are you like me? I hate this fake crowd noise. I think the fake crowd noise makes me want to punch a hole in my wall. And I got to say the Albert Breer of the Monday morning quarterback, who I follow on Twitter, he said it perfectly. Someone is actually messing with the crowd noise. So someone is actually, you know, they have these noises. It's like a crescendo, you know, like a deep pass. You hear uh, like someone is actually controlling this. It's not just like a dull. You listen to the NHL playoffs. So I haven't listened in months, but if you listen to the NHL playoffs, it's just kind of like this dull undertone of noise in the, in the NFL. It's it fluctuates. And so you're sitting there and all of a sudden you hear, uh, and you're, you're used to that happening. What does that tell you? Something happened. There's a late flag. Someone got called for like, there's a fight on the field. There's something going on and there's nothing going on. Guys, tell me that this is as annoying to you as it is to me. Brian, go ahead. I don't want to be violent like you, Jeff. I mean, I'm, I don't, I, I don't really want to. I, I really don't want to um, reorganize uh, my entire wall by punching holes in it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't like laugh tracks. I like natural. I don't care if there's fan noise. The only thing about it is I, I really can't tell the difference between the fact that uh, no fans are in the stands or not. So the viewing experience isn't uh, ruined for me with the fact that there aren't any fans. But it doesn't enhance it either. I could take it or leave it, but I'd rather leave it. Dave, what about you? Well, from my understanding is that they made this a very complex process where they developed an algorithm or whatever going with NFL films of how stadiums responded to certain situations and how and actually used audio from those stadiums in order to recreate these things. Hence why I'm pretty sure the Philadelphia Eagles got booed off That's the field. right. They booed <laughs> you know? Carson Wentz. <laughs> they booed Carson Wentz. Um, I'm pretty sure that that happened. But I will be honest with you, I could sit there and complain that I don't like it, but if it was just silent, I would hate that more. So I look at it and you're like, it, I'm not going to let it bother me at all because I still think it's better than than – the eeriness of this of complete silence where they would have to bleep out so much stuff that you wouldn't uh, even be able would, to hear any make it audio. So much better. That'd make it so much better. <laughs> I see. I, I don't agree. I would, you know, I would, I, I'd rather, I, I'd rather it be the sound of the ocean in the background or something like that rather than just silence. Well, I'm okay. If they do the fake crowd noise, like on a touchdown, you know, to mm -hmm. simulate the excitement of the crowd, it's the stuff in between that I can't stand. You're literally thinking, Oh man, there's a flag. You, you hear the crowd and I get it. it. It's very authentic because it tricks you but I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I, I, I can't stand the fact, you know, I, I hope that they are able to get some fans, some fans in Heinz field after the month of September. We'll see. But at the same time, I mean, but then again, you see Cleveland Browns fans fighting when they're <laughs> <I saw laughs> social <that>. distancing. <laughs> 
I was like, like this is it, great. It wasn't it between two Browns fans? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It wasn't even a there, you know there wasn't a Bengals fan thrown in there. Two Browns fans. That's hey, Cleveland's gonna Cleveland, right? All right. <laughs> I do want to I do want to make a point to say that if anyone here on YouTube, which we're live on YouTube on Thursday night, if anyone's here on YouTube that hasn't checked out the Know Your Enemy podcast any week, because we've had three shows now, and that's with Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict you're really missing out. It's a really great show. And if you listen in podcast form, like for instance, this week, because their guests could only stay half the show. The first half is literally must listen. It's a former player. What's his name, Brian? Do you remember? Yes. Seth Payne. Yeah. So he played for the Texans also played for the Jaguars. He's giving, he he obviously follows the Texans and covers the Texans. It's tremendous stuff. I just want to give them a plug because if you haven't checked it out yet, Check it out, and it's worth your time. Uh, check out all of our shows, but th- I listened to that one today. Both parts was really good. Good, Brian. You know what? As the Merv Griffin of that show, the executive producer who uh, dreamed that show up, I uh, I feel very special about it, and I think it's great. It's exceeded my expectations. I thought what those guys do with it, not just uh, you know what you don't need a guest star with the knowledge that that Michael and Jeffrey have about the other team. They do such a fantastic job with it. Then you throw in somebody from another site or an NFL expert, like a former player, like Seth Payne the other day. It's just absolutely fantastic. So really that makes your Wednesday night live worth it. And then your Thursday afternoons, checking it out, getting you ready for the game because you're more informed and more ready for the game more than ever because of BTSC. And to be honest, we're getting you as prepared as we can on the audio side. You have the Know Your Enemy podcast. You have the preview. You have every single injury report, Mike Tomlin recaps, and then plenty of commentary, whether it's Dave Schofield, Stat Geek, My Let's Ride, the live mic with Michael Beck on Tuesday, and then the weekend shows with our Aussies down under, and uh, that's there in the live chat right now. Um, and then you also have uh, Brunch with Tony, and it's honestly the lineup, the pregame show is great. So, I hope you all are checking it out. So that was just a quick sidebar. Dave, uh, go ahead. My question was, with the show last night, did he give his prediction? He did. Pain. <laughs> Clubber Lang. <laughs> Rocky 3. Pain. I'm sorry. Pain. <laughs> and, and I'm not trying to kiss up because I've ruined his life, but check out Stat Geek this week. <laughs> Fa- it, no, it was a good one. Jeff and I were talking one. about this show on the phone today it's really good so i mean i know i've ruined his life but i really don't care because that's just who i am hey but brian you had a chance to be one of the top guys picking games on tally so i came in third and you actually had me beat except the extra picks you threw when you screwed up you actually i don't know if you know this i looked at it you were eighth (laughs) who cares about eighth when you can be 123rd like me yeah, <laughs> out out of one, two, three. Hey, it was like one hundred thirty-five. I was. I think it's one thirty-eight because yeah. I think Jeffrey uh, went better. from being number one last week to being one thirty-three out of one thirty-eight this week. So uh, yeah, well, peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. All right, guys. Here's the thing about this game coming up on Sunday. Everyone is making this out to be the Watt Bowl, and before we talk about the logistics of that, anyone else shocked this isn't a primetime game? I mean. They eat this stuff up on NBC and even CBS putting it at 415. I'm stunned they didn't protect the game. Brian, were you surprised this was just a one o'clock kickoff? You know what? We do the uh, prediction, the schedule predictions at the beginning, and I predicted this to be either a Sunday or a Monday night game. And I was shocked when it wasn't because 
it's the Watt family reunion. It's what's happening. You know, that's, I mean, it's a subway commercial come to life. It's the uh, reunion of ultimate tag. It's everything you want with these three guys that are hot right now. They're, uh, they're bigger than the Jonas brothers and the Jonas brothers are back. Ladies and gentlemen, with a big hit this year. So these guys are huge right now. And actually TJ's becoming the biggest star of them all. He's soon enough going to surpass JJ as a huge star. But like you said, it's not just the Watt Bowl. There's so much more to both of these teams. It's going to be a really good game because you have a team that played two Super Bowl contenders the first two weeks. And they're they're possibly playing a third one in this week in the Pittsburgh Steelers. What about you, Dave? You surprised this wasn't prime time? Yeah, and just or just a very large highlighted game. I mean, Jeff, you do the article that has the map, the coverage map mm-hmm. of who gets what game. This one this week is going to be in blue. Doesn't really jump out at you being all that big. It's Pennsylvania, it's Texas, and shockingly a little bit in Jacksonville because they're playing now and they got no one else to watch. Um, and and, and yeah. it's it 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 doesn't you you get all these other colors in there so it's not even a even being the one o'clock game it's not even the one o'clock game you know last week's w- w- was more that you know instead of Greg Gumble you've got Ian Eagle so are uh, you serious Ian Eagle's doing this game yes but it's not Dan Faust anymore oh there you go oh, remember he was his partner it's Charles okay, Davis okay. It's Charles Davis oh, I'll take I can I can I can take that I got yeah, Charles that. Davis my uncle Charles will take care of us yeah. <laughs> so Uncle Chuck. But we knew this couldn't get flexed because they don't start flexing games until week five, it is, I think, five. I'd have to go check so. my refrigerator magnet because it says it on there. Yeah. So, But Brian's right. There's so much more to this game other than the fact that J.J. Watt, Derek Watt, and T.J. Watt will be playing in the same game on the same field for the first time in their entire lives. A lot of people don't realize that even when they were younger, J.J. Watt is so much older than Derek and T.J. that they've never played in a game on the same field together. And you got to think as parents, we're all parents on this show. Could you imagine not being able to go to this game and seeing it live? Like that would, that would be awful. Like that's <laughs> sneak them in somehow. Give like, them press credentials. Put them in yeah, the owner's box. Come on, uh, get, get them in there. Anyways, this is a game that I think a lot of Steeler fans are, you know, you get a feel, you, you kind of put your finger on the pulse of Steeler nation and you kind of get a feel that a lot of fans are like, well, it's, this is no two team. It's just going to kind of be a, a, an easy W. I do not get that feeling about this game. I think this is going to be a tough one. Um, I think that the defense is going to be tested, mainly because of the quarterback. Uh, Brian, when you think about this game, just what what jumps off outside of the family reunion stuff? What jumps out is something that, you know, hey, Steeler fans should be concerned about this. Deshaun Watson, and you are not getting seven sacks this week. Because Deshaun Jackson, excuse me, Deshaun Watson, excuse me, will not let you get seven sacks on him this week. He will outrun sacks. He is a savvy quarterback. He's a playmaker with his legs. He's a preview to Lamar Jackson as well. Uh, Dave had a, here I'm, I'm queuing up Dave's show the other day, but where the Steelers are on track for 80 sacks in this day and age, you can't have guys like Deshaun, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson in the league and rack up all those sacks against him. So, well, I'm sure we'll be talking about over and under with sacks later, but he's going to control the narrative on the offensive side of the ball for the Houston Texans, and he's a very dangerous 
playmaker. He does not need DeAndre Hopkins to go ahead and make throws. What about you, Dave? I mean, this is the best team they've played this year. And it's funny because they're Rowan two. But yes, this is the best team. But then again, the two other teams they played are both 0 2. But I, in my opinion, this is the best team the Steelers have faced this year by far, especially when you just look at last year's record. And I know they're not, it's not the same team every year, but this is the first team that the Steelers are facing this season that had a winning record last year and that went to the playoffs last year. You know, I mean, they won, they won their division last year. So now we all know what, I mean, what happened in that was the that was the second round of the playoffs though um with them correct when they were up on up big on the super bowl champs mm-hmm. and and blew the big lead yeah so this team it, it's still that team so you can't just just look at this and say oh they're Owen too no i mean they've played i mean they played the number 1 and number 2 team from the AFC last year so this is their biggest test and and the the point spread says it so I think that, and this is something that was mentioned in the podcast last night, Wednesday night, know your enemy, JJ Watts playing some really good football. I mean, JJ Watt looks like defensive player of the year, JJ Watt. Now TJ Watt just is coming off an AFC defensive player of the week in week two with two and a half sacks. And he's re- he and his brother are neck and neck. When you look at their statistics, I think the really only difference is a half sack that TJ has over top of JJ. JJ Watt can wreck your offensive game plan. Don't think that he can't. He's been injured a lot. He looks like he's in great shape. Everything that they said uh, about him was, was definitely glowing, but I don't want to tip off of, you know, my, my let's ride. that's going to publish Friday morning, but well, it could, depending on if you're listening in audio, you have to go back and listen <laughs> yeah. to it. If you're listening to watching live on YouTube, you're going to listen to it tomorrow morning. I think that the offense is really going to have to step up their game. This week. I think this one could be a game where they have to kind of go, you know, blow for blow, so to speak, with the with the offense. I just don't know what it is. I like I trust the Steelers' defense. I wouldn't be shocked if they come out and have a good performance because, like the uh, the gentleman said, Mr. Payne, that uh, when he was on the show, he said everything that the Steelers do well on defense, the Texans struggle with on offense, especially on the offensive line. Things like stunts and the tackle position and being able to pass off players. I've seen this movie too many times, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where everyone's pumping up the Steelers and then he's like, you're setting us up for a letdown. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope it doesn't happen. But at the same time, there's a lot of reasons to be a little bit concerned about this game because, like you said, Dave, this is the toughest game they've had on their schedule so far. Deshaun Watson is not Daniel Jones. Deshaun Watson is not Jeff Driscoll or Drew Locke for a half of a quarter. And this is going to be a different beast. Quick question for you guys. Does Joshua Dobbs being in the system, being the practice quarterback, help in this instance? Dave, will go with you. Yes. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it doesn't hurt. That's for well, sure. Well, no, but I mean, at the same time, like... <laughs> I don't I mean, know if it helps a ton, but okay. it helps some. Absolutely. Brian, you agree? Absolutely. That's why last year they brought a lot of guys in. They brought in running quarterbacks before That's they played right. Baltimore and be- right. before they played Arizona. They bring them on for one week on the practice squad. So, yeah, that's important. And they've already, uh, I, I believe uh, Tomlin mentioned the fact in this press conference that that uh, Dobbs will be counted on for something like that. Okay. Let's talk about the Steelers a little bit. Everyone's pointing to Ben Roethlisberger, rightfully so. And I've asked this question in the offseason. 
I've asked this question multiple times rhetorically on my show. Let's write. I want to ask you guys the same question. At what point do you think that the rush should be gone from Ben Roethlisberger? Uh, granted, it's been a calendar year. Okay. So it's been a long time. He's had two games under his belt. He's playing well. I mean, Dave talked about it in his show. I talked about it on my Let's Ride on Wednesday. He's playing good football. And he had one stinker, the one bad pass in the third quarter in week two. But other than that, he's protected the football well. Guys, when will it, when for you individually, not the fan base, but for you individually, at what point will you say, all right, Ben, the, enough of the rust talk. You should be good to go. Brian, we'll start with you. Typically, in past years, he's he has the rust off around halfway through week three. So okay. I'm I'm thinking this year, no preseason whatsoever. Um, I'm thinking sometime towards the uh, fourth quarter, week three. Okay, so you're saying this week, the end of the, the, the so you're saying by week four, he should he's be good. He's completely back. I think he's back already, and I love the way he's playing. I don't. I'm not as hard on Ben as Ben is being as hard on Ben. But you know, I I, I think he should be in Ben form, the what we expect of him by by the end of this game. Dave, you agree? Disagree? No, I, I can completely agree with Brian, but I'm going to tell you what I hope. I hope it doesn't go away. I, if if ben, if Rusty Ben is Ben <laughs> making sure that he is making accurate throws and not saying, oh, I think I can make this play, you know, maybe being a little bit more cerebral and not as instinctual and everything, then I don't want it to change. I, I am 100% happy with the Ben Roethlisberger we've had in weeks one and two. In all honesty, he's on pace for 4,300 yards, 40 touchdowns, and eight interceptions. That's what I said in StatGeek. I'm like, I am perfectly fine with that. And if and if some people want to say, oh, well, he's rust, I'm fine with it. I I You don't feel like he's the same Ben maybe a little bit? I think he might be a little bit more cautious. And I don't mind a little bit more cautious Ben with this defense. Yeah, and Ben said that in his interview on Wednesday. He said sometimes a punt is not a bad thing with this defense. Turning it over is where you get into problems. So maybe we are seeing a little bit of a change in the gunslinger. I think that to me, I was thinking all along, and I'm going to stick by my guns here, and I'm going to say the first quarter. So after week four, I would think that you know a whole calendar year off, no preseason, no offseason physical workouts, that – he and the offense should really start to be clicking. I really do think that from week one to week two, they took they took a big step forward in terms of it looked better. It looked more comfortable. But let's talk. Let's do a little Randy Land experience here. That's scary. I don't want to be in that guy's head. Okay. <laughs> but if you have to go inside that amusement park and you're drawing up, what do you in terms of like pass run ratio, what's your approach? How do you think the Steelers should attack offensively in this game? Like what is, if you're the offensive coordinator, your MO going into Heinz field in week three, we know in game adjustments are going to be made, but Dave, we'll start with you. If you're Feetner and you're Ben Roethlisberger and you're drawn up, okay, we think this is going to work. What's your approach to the Houston Texans? I say run the ball. I mean, they've given up a lot on, on the ground so far this year, but you also got to look at the teams they've played, mm -hmm. but Kansas city did not look nearly as good on the ground in week two, even with the extra rest is what they did against, you know, they did against, I'm going to say San Diego against the chargers um, than what they did against the Texans. So I'm saying run the ball. And if the run's not working, 
then throw the ball. There, other than J.J. Watt, I don't see anything from this defense that overly scares me. Always know where Watt is. Always take care of him. Use three guys on him if you must, if you know what I mean. And then just just take what the defense is giving you otherwise. What about you, Brian? What is your, what's your approach to this game offensively? I love how you call it Randy Land and Amusement Park. And when I think about that, I think of, sorry, folks, park's closed. <laughs> That's another right. Yeah, so, the, you know, Dave's, Dave's uh, got it here. I want to run to set up the pass in this game. And then once that's set up, just uh, sneak one past mm-hmm. the goalie and rip out their hearts with a deep one. And you've got the guy, you definitely have the guys to do it. And with Claypool, you even more have the guys to do it. And I was watching, uh, I was watching the 2004 Halloween game today, getting ready for getting ready for um, the retro show. Yeah, that show I do uh, with Tony. (laughs) And so I was actually watching the game a little more this time. And I noticed it was Ben's rookie year and how much he relied on Plexico. And he had that big, tall, fast receiver that he was able to get it to and he was so comfortable with him and I could see that same thing developing with Chase Claypool um, through the course of this season so I'm I'm thinking that uh, you run the ball you run it then drive that stake through their heart with that big pass and they did it the other the other day too with that 84 yarder um, they kind of caught the uh, the Broncos off guard with that I'd like to see more of that if I'm the Steelers, I'm coming out and I'm taking a shot deep early. I'm putting Chase Claypool on the field because you know that the Texans have watched that 84-yard touchdown probably ad nauseum just on loop, and they're saying we cannot let this happen to us. We got to keep everything in front of us. And then if there's – I feel like if – I say if he's smart, Randy Feetner, we know he's not that smart. If you get Chase Claypool on the field more, he's at least a threat to go deep. When was the last time the Steelers even had that threat on their team? I'd go back to Martavis Bryant. I You can't tell me anyone else that's been on the roster. Darius Hayward Bay was not an actual threat. He ran fast, but there was never really a threat of a big completion. Chase Claypool has already proven that in week one in his first reception ever, and then again in week two with the 84-yarder. Just that alone, if they have to slide a safety to his side, my gosh, you're going to leave so much open for players like Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, Eric Ebron. I think Ebron's going to have a big game, not to tip my hand here with X-Factors and things like that. I think Ebron's going to be in for a big game. But, you know, I think that the Steelers could come out and use the pass to even open up the run and open up the offense a little bit. Everyone will hate it and everyone will complain about it. But at the same time, I feel like there's there's plays to be had and they can do it and they have the skill position players to do it. But let's – I was going to say, can, can I give you a yeah. specific play like you just said? Sure. How about this one? Have 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 your two tight ends, you know, in Ebron yep. and McDonald, mm-hmm. and put out – put Claypool and Washington as your two receivers, one running back. Send them both deep. They might be focused on Claypool. You might have Jay Wash for the, for the deep reception. Yeah. You know, something else he's known for. So – I I would love to draw up that play. You're right with the two tight end set. They might go single high, in which case they're probably going to shade to Claypool side, in which case you have Washington one-on-one. Send them both. both But you have to have that threat. Think back to 2019, even 2018, when they didn't have Martavis Bryant, you never had the threat of going deep. But this brings me to my next point, and that is the injury report. So we're all talking about 
how Juju Smith-Schuster is going to play a role here. Juju Smith-Schuster missed practice again on Thursday. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, the the, uh, practice report might already be finalized in terms of the final designations. That happens Friday afternoon. But as of right now, when this is being recorded, Dave, go ahead and run down what the injury report looks like. Oh, the injury report, it's very simple. In this case, there was only everyone returned to practice for the Steelers. Except Juju. Except Juju. <laughs> and you talked even, about it yeah. on your injury report podcast, which I listened to, by the way. Hey. And the and the issue was, there was, I had said it to you. I think everyone's going to practice. I think tomorrow's going to be there. They everyone can practice. And I got to thinking when I listened to your podcast, I'm like, they just brought in a, another practice squad wide receiver. Do you think maybe Juju could have practiced? And they said, you know, we can give some more work to these other guys. You're good. We've got too many people practicing today. You're good. That's that's me. Go West. King of wishful thinking. <laughs> I'm um that I'm thinking that you know Juju's gonna be out full, you know, full participant. And if he has any designation tomorrow, it'll be probable. But I don't know. There is no probable anymore, Dave. There is no probable anymore. No, no, it's there's just no either- doubtful anymore. No, I thought they were either questionable or doubtful. I thought they got rid no, of one. It, no, it's either, I thought it was either questionable or out. <laughs> they got rid of one of them. I don't know. They got rid of one of them. You might be right. They got one of those in-between ones. So, now, yeah. Someone asked in the live chat, what about DeCastro? He's been full participant all week. He's not don't, even going to have a have a status tomorrow. Don't you get me started on the Pittsburgh Steelers organization in the way you, that you did. <laughs> I'm the one who got you started because I was the one mad about it. <laughs> Brian, when you hear Juju Smith-Schuster is possibly going to be out of this game, which he we're not, I don't want to jump the gun here, but he has missed practice Wednesday and Thursday. No one that covers the team that's inside that, that building has said that there's any concern that he's going to miss the game. You know, sometimes you hear people talking, whether it's coaches or front office saying, uh, Juju might not be uh, good to go. Juju did an interview after practice on Wednesday. I'm pretty sure most of the time, if you have a s- pretty serious injury, you're probably not going to be doing a an interview with a, <clears throat> whether it's Zoom or not. But Brian, Juju Smith Schuster missing big deal if he does miss. Let me ask you fellas a question. Oh boy, when do you remember the leading receiver from last year flip flopping between third and fourth on the depth chart as far as wide receivers, and that's James Washington. You, we've we really haven't even scratched the surface with Eric Ebron, Vance McDonald as well. You know those guys are tight ends. I get it. If Juju doesn't play, you have so many guys to fill in the blanks because if they're doubling up, Chase Claypool, Deontay, and James Washington are going to kill you. Same with any of those combinations. If they're they're doubling up any of those guys. They're going to rip out your throats. This is one of the first times in a long time that I think that the Steelers can kill you in so many ways. Ben Roethlisberger's cupboard is, I mean, it's full with with Arsenal. Now, I want Juju Smith-Schuster to play. I still think he is the heart of that wide receiver core. He really is. Um, I don't think that, uh, you know, I kind of agree with Dave and you as well with the fact that, you know, if he had a serious injury, why would he be talking to the media? I mean, you know, you could leave leave a guy out for a little while. Do you remember a few years ago when Troy Palomalu was on the uh, he was on the injury report for age, old age, or something like that? Like Tomlin put him on. Do you guys remember that, or is that yeah. something I'm dreaming? So it's uh, advanced age or something like that. Um, 
But, you know, so I think they're just being cautious. And it's the same thing we've talked about DeCastro. If DeCastro is not 100%, don't send him out there. You know, be smart because you have some guys that aren't liabilities backing these players up. So with Juju, I want him in there. I want that cover to be full. But they can go a week or two without some of these guys because the guys waiting behind them, they're superstars as well. And um, someone in the live chat said, you know, also that if, if Juju doesn't play, you're going to be looking at the 2021 wide receiver depth chart, which is a very good point. Um, so stay tuned. I do think he's going to play. I think Dave, you think he's going to play too? Yes. Go ahead to guess. <laughs> okay, yeah. Brian. Yep. Yeah. You think he'll play, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, I think he okay. does. All right. If well, he practices tomorrow. If he practices, that's obviously key. But well, I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> We all are. So <clears throat> listen, when we come back after this break, for those that are on YouTube, stay tuned. Not going to miss anything. For those that are on audio, check out part two. We're going to talk about X factors. We're talking about fantasy football. We're going to do the over under game predictions and trivia, a whole lot of great stuff in part two. So stick around. We'll be right back. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.